Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one collar-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number two at Drive Time Sports in the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. In a moment, we'll be joined by Trey Biddy of hogsports.com. Being brought to you by Asher Record Service Company. But first, let's talk to Neil Atkinson by way of Saracen. Neil, I was just looking at the U.S. Open 2023 specials oh my goodness yeah. somebody went overtime <laughs> with these um, all the way from uh, player to lead after round one and win the tournament uh brooks kept up in the final group in the final round uh you even have razorback specials uh any liv live player to win I mean, I could just keep going on and on. Someone had quite a um, uh, a lot of things in their bag, so to speak. They, I think they had more than 13 or 14 clubs in their bag. I think they did, too. And, and it's an excellent job there, especially with that specialized, you know, former Arkansas players uh, having props on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the U.S. Open uh, is very, very popular. We knew that we had a huge player base that really liked to bet golf what we saw in the Masters, and we just wanted to continue that with all of the majors. And, of course, we got the NHL Finals tonight. You know, we closed out the NBA last night. Uh, got a chance to close out the NHL tonight there at Vegas. And also, don't forget, I have to mention it, guys, look at your football futures, both your NFL and your colleges. I think I last I looked that uh, K.J. Jefferson was plus 6,000 on the Heisman. And they moved Arkansas over and under on wins on the season. Don't kill the messenger. This is just where they said it. <laughs> it's down to six and a half. Whoa. Over and under on the Arkansas wins in football. So, you know, uh, yeah, that's what the data is putting it at. So the, don't kill the messenger on that one. I think it's going to be higher. But like I tell you, don't take your betting advice from your bookie. There you go. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there you go. So go to Bet Saracen. Log in. If you're not, get registered. You always want to register. It takes about five minutes. It's real easy to walk through. And, of course, flash betting is now available on Major League Baseball. People are eating that up as they find that. That's basically pitch-by-pitch betting options on both the batter and the pitcher. I want him to go into the MLB Daily Specials. The one of them just about made me uh, laugh. Pirates at Cubs, Giants at Cardinals, Blue Jays at Orioles, over eight and a half runs in all three games. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's right. plus 600. I, I, I guess that's why they play the game. We'll see if it happens. <laughs> all right, Neil. We will talk to you tomorrow. That's Neil Atkinson by way of Saracens, BetSaracen.com. Better yet, go get the app in the App Store at BetSaracen. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Record Service, 501-562-2293, family-owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. What do you think about that, Trey? Saracen six and a half on the season victories for Arkansas. Hello, Trey. He'll just pop up. He just he just pops up out of nowhere after you try and try. Right? Let me see if 
He's been talking to Snoring Bob. Now to Trey Betty. Brought to you by Asher Record Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker. Dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Maybe he was so flabbergasted by the six and a half being what uh, what they had there that he just he didn't know how to respond or say anything. It just took him totally off guard. Could be. You think? I don't know. Do I need to dial up some music or something? Well, every now and then we, I don't know, you, you play Happy Birthday every now and then. Every now and then you play some other songs, but we, we don't usually play music on the show. No, we don't. That is, that is very true. He says, I hear you guys fine. Ah, he's on a different input. There he is. I had you, you on. Me? I, yeah, I had you on B. I always say well, B. I always come in on B, but B was not, it wouldn't let me connect okay. for some reason. So I just figured it was, y'all knew it was tied up. And usually when that happens, I just pop over to A and that works. And okay. Usually don't have an issue. How's it going? Oh, well, you got, you've got the, um, uh, the intro played twice, so that's yeah. That's I heard po- that. I heard positive. both of them. Yeah, that's positive. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. I was asking you, which <clears throat> you probably were trying to respond, but I didn't have six and a half wins. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think about that? And that's regular regular season only. Yes. Yes. Right. Hmm. Yeah, I like the over. I like the over. I mean, the more and more I look at the team, I, I just. I know those four games in the middle of the schedule are tough, but I really like the first three games for Arkansas, and I think they've got a real good chance in all the last five games. Um, I think they've really built for depth this year. You know, it's interesting. I did this uh, video breakdown on defensive line, and uh, everybody's was like, yeah, we hear that every year, you know. And here comes the hype train again. And I'm just thinking, I mean, all I remember saying is, the reason they have struggles on the defensive line is because they can't keep a defensive line coach. <laughs> That's what I've said over the years. But, uh, you know, I, when you have a strong defensive line and they've got nine seniors and they go three deep, you know, pretty solid three deep, uh, I always think that's a really good sign. You know, I do think that they're, you know, a deficiency here or there. You know, they're a little young at tight end, but I think they're going to be good there. Um, you know, safety worries me a little bit, but, you know, I think maybe with some shuffling around that they could – could be okay there, uh, but you got KJ back and you got Rocket back, and you know you would hope to th- you would hope that the offensive line is still going to be good, even though they lost what they lost uh, because you know of Sam Pittman's background as a recruiter, um, the, pl- the players that he's brought in, and I like where they are at linebacker and intrigued with the wide receiver spot. <laughs> those first three games, if you can come out of those next four. You know, get a, a win or two wins even. You know, if you get if you come out of there one and three, you know, I know it'll feel like the end of the world at the time. But, it, you know, again, those last five games, I think, are all, you know, very winnable for Arkansas. So I'm going to I'm going to take the over on six and a half. So um, that's where I would say. Trey, we got it. Randy brought it up. The, the fact that the first four games, none of them are in Arkansas. It's the first time in school history that that's happened. Your first four conference games were not, none of them played yeah. in the state of Arkansas. But we just made the point if they somehow split those games, then you're talking about, yeah, you're going to be over six and a half because the schedule shapes up real nicely for them after that, as yeah. you just pointed out. Right. And, um, you know, you. You don't want to come out of there zero and four, obviously, because no. then you you run the risk of, you know, especially in this day and age, letting go of the rope, you know, and just a lot of negativity could surround. I mean, nobody's talking about Sam Pittman's job security, but you know, you you lose four straight just open conference play in year four. I guarantee you, you'll be hearing about it. Uh, so it, it depends on how how they manage that stretch of games. I mean, and you know whether or not I think we just determine whether they have a successful season or not. So, um, Speaking of schedules, they're supposed to introduce the schedules for 2024 tomorrow night at 6. So yeah. that should be pretty intriguing. I'm not sure how that will work out exactly, except for Arkansas's. I'm sure they'll send them back to Gainesville. <laughs> and, and you know Vanderbilt won't be on it. 
Vanderbilt won't matter. They're supposed to play Kentucky next year in, in Fayetteville, so they'll right, probably drop right. Kentucky from them too. <laughs> I don't know about that. Not that, they may, they not that Kentucky's that. not, uh, you know, Kentucky. No. Well, I mean, like, they're going to put Texas on there, don't you think? I think they'll put Texas, Ole Miss, and Missouri on because they'll be permanent rivals. And then, yeah, I, I don't know about the rest. I don't think it'll be at Florida because they've done that too much. And they're there this year. No, I'm, I'm just kind of joking yeah. around with that. But, uh, yeah. I think Oklahoma. We'll see I think you're right, though, Trey. Year. That's the problem. I think you're right. No, they will <laughs> put Florida on there. Yeah, yes. I think I think yeah. uh, first year in the league, Oklahoma could be on there. The first year, yeah. I wouldn't mind taking a trip to Norman. Uh, I haven't been there. That's the only Oklahoma will be the only SEC stadium that I haven't been to when they enter the league. So that would be nice. Well, it's going to be interesting. That's uh, an understatement. Uh, this mm-hmm. from our first Arkansas Bank and Trust bus text line. Trey says uh, no. This is coming from the 501. Trey, what percentage right now do you give the Hogs for making a bowl game for the 2023 season? And will it be a lower tier, mid tier, or upper tier bowl game? Still early to be given predictions because I haven't really dove as deep as I usually do in the summer, you know. Usually not at this point, um, but at some point I will dive deep into every single team and the ins and outs and and come up with a, an idea of where I think Arkansas's record is going to be. Just, you know, guessing. I think that they can win eight games regular season, you know, and we'll see give or take. Uh, but if they win eight, I mean, that was good enough to get them to a really nice bowl game uh, to the Outback Bowl, um, you know, a couple years ago. So, to me, about Outback is – upper lower tier I guess um, so as far as getting to a bowl game I, I think they're going to a bowl game I mean I don't know what percentage I would put on that I would just be surprised if they didn't make a bowl game Trey back to uh, as you were you were talking a little bit about position by position question that I have does Arkansas have the depth this year uh, you're, we've been talking about this four game conference opening stretch of games injuries always happen mm-hmm. does arkansas have the depth this year to withstand some injuries last year maybe the most damaging injury uh, was not to catalan it was to kj jefferson even though it wasn't a season ending injury uh mm-hmm. tried to play against liberty we know the result of that and uh then missed the uh, mississippi state game i believe it was no lsu game Mm-hmm. And uh, so, I mean, does can can Arkansas withstand some injuries, and do they have the depth to withstand those injuries? Just depends on where, Randy. Obviously, you know, even with Jacoby Criswell, you feel a lot better about the quarterback situation. Sure. But losing your starter would be uh, that would be a pretty big blow, especially when you know it's a known commodity like KJ is. Right. Um, you know, running back, they've got quality depth there. You know, they've got. Uh, AJ and Rashad DeBinion, you know Dominic Johnson should be back. Isaiah Augustave. Usually, if a freshman running back is going to bite, they'll bite as a true freshman. So, you know, we're thinking all those guys be good, but are any of them Rocket Sanders or a fourteen hundred yard rusher? I don't know about that. So, you know, that would hurt. But they, it's not like you know they're not going to play with a running back. Uh, wide receiver is difficult because you're not one hundred percent sure who the starters are going to be. You're still probably seven, eight guys that are battling for a starting job uh, right now. Um, you know, tight end could get a little iffy, although I hear really good things, you know, just from inside about the two tight ends that they brought in. They feel real good about them, the two uh, transfer tight ends. Um, you know, defensive line, yeah, I think that they could take a hit. And, um, you know, obviously you're not going to be as good as you were, but they could take a hit and keep on being pretty good. Linebacker, too. Um, you know, possibly cornerback safety would be the area that would concern me a little bit. Um, you know, you, you start talking about shuffling things around a lot uh, in the secondary, so safety would concern me. And then obviously losing a star player, you know, is going to is going to impact you pretty pretty significantly. But I, I think that what Sam Pittman did differently this year, you know, we looked at last year's team, and you, you know, you look at you get caught looking at the starting lineup, and you're like, man, it's really really solid all the way across. There's this, there doesn't seem to be like a real hole. Uh, with this team, then the injury started happening, and you're just like, oh, well, death. <laughs> There's the hole. 
And this year, I mean, they brought in eight last year. This year they brought in 18 transfer additions, 18. And that's one reason they have so many seniors on the defensive line. I mean, they brought in, what, four seniors out of the transfer portal on the defensive line, um, added two quality linebackers in addition to the guys that they have, uh, added a lot of defensive backs, a lot, including some guys that are really highly regarded, Al Walcott, Lorando Johnson, Jaheim Singletary. Those are all really, really nice additions. Um, you know, and then the wide receivers that they added out of the transfer portal, added three guys there, added two tight ends, um, one, just one offensive lineman and Joshua Braun. It looks like he's probably going to start at right guard. And, you know, they really needed to bring in a quality backup quarterback, a guy that we could look at and say this guy, you know, might be next. Or you're not just like throwing your hands in the air going, well, that's ball game, you know, as soon as you lose K.J. Jefferson. Uh, so having Jacoby, I think, is is just about as big as anything. But um, yeah, I think they've. I think they've really. You know, I think. Well, Sam Pittman's mindset has just evolved, obviously. You know, and and I don't know if they're going to bring in 18 every year. I don't. I think it's more maybe like an ideal formula would be like 20 high school recruits and 10 transfer additions, something like that. But we talked about the 2020 class, guys. I mean, they've had. I think there's two players. Yeah, there's two players left in that class, 2020 class. Uh, that, I mean, that's. That's that'll go down as an all-time bad <laughs> class in mm. Arkansas. Uh, you got Jashad Stewart, and Dominic Johnson are the only guys left in that. 2021, we talked about the issues with that one, with uh, you know some issues evaluating, not being able to go out on the road, doing everything over a computer and off highlight tapes and stuff like that, just not able to evaluate well. I think there's 11 left in that class, so you've got back-to-back classes with 13 total players, and that's just not very good. And uh, the transfer portal for Arkansas and the transfer portal and the free and clear trans uh, the free and clear you know immediate eligibility with the transfer uh, those those things came along right at the right time for Arkansas if they didn't have those then um, it'd be pretty rough right now I mean obviously you wouldn't have lost so many players to the transfer portal but at the same time um, you know a lot of those guys just didn't belong here we agree with that. All right, let's talk with uh, Boss Hog. Boss Hog, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? Yes, I do. How you guys doing? Doing great, thank you. Man, I think, uh, guys, I think the key is to you know, the football season is keeping uh, keeping KJ healthy. As long as KJ stays healthy and our running back stays healthy, Sanders, I think we'll be all right. If we get any wide receiver play, we can win seven games. Plus, mm, Randy, ooh. Uh, I'm going to go seven and five if we stay healthy and make make our reservations to uh, Nashville, Randy. You guys have a wonderful day, Trey. It's always good to hear from you. And go Orioles. <laughs> you got the Blue Jays tonight. Uh, Trey, I think you've more or less answered this, but I'll go ahead from our uh, bus text line. Who does Trey think? is a running back that will step up during the season. Well, I mean, when Rocket Sanders went down against Kansas, and I know Kansas isn't necessarily SEC, uh, but Rashad DeBinion and A.J. Green both well, – A.J. went for like 99 yards, mm-hmm. I think, and uh, DeBinion went for over 100. So both those guys stepped up big for Arkansas. Uh, like I said, Isaiah Augustov, if he's – if he – is going to bite as a freshman. And if he's going to bite as a player, period, then usually you do it as a freshman. And we'll see if Dominic Johnson's back. I just, it's hard for me to see him getting back to where he was full form uh, after two ACLs. But we'll see. I mean, guys have done it before. I mean, Jamal Lewis tore two ACLs and, you know, kept on trucking in the NFL for a long time. So it can happen. Uh, Fred Daly came back and, I mean, it felt like record time and had a, a great year the following year after an ACL tear. Uh, so it can it can absolutely happen where a guy comes back and and, um, and plays well, uh, but I mean I think all those backs are are really capable. I'm going to change gears real quick. We're about out of time, but um, this upcoming weekend we talked about all the nice things that was said about Arkansas. This is another elite group. It looks like. Trey coming in this weekend, and one that I am super excited about, Braylon Russell, who Mm -hmm. formerly committed to Arkansas, decommitted, but he is visiting this weekend, and it sounds like 
he's ready to make a decision pretty soon. I'm guessing he will make that decision after he visits Tennessee. But, man, I just love the fact they're getting Braylon back on campus. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I mean, obviously they've already got Jaden Ball committed at running back. And, you know, Nate Palmer had a really good visit, like really good. Like, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if he's the other back in this class. And, you know, I don't know if it was maybe – you know, wanted to make sure that Braylon wanted to make sure that there's, you know, a spot for him, make sure he gets in and maybe moves things along faster. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was, but uh, I'm glad he's coming in because he's a really talented back. And, um, you know, if he does visit and he decides he wants to be a Razorback, then, you know, that's that's obviously good for him and, and good for Arkansas because, you know, they kind of get their choice that maybe it feels like between him and, and Nate Palmer. And uh, Arkansas appears to be set to uh, get a visit from four-star corner Selman Bridges out of Temple, Texas. I mean, this guy has got an elite list of schools who've offered. He, he, uh, I mean, he's one of the top 50 prospects in the country, number six-ranked cornerback, number 11 overall player in Texas, um, 6'3", 170. You know, even if he's just 6'1", that's still really good size for a cornerback. Um, but yeah, you, you mentioned it. Uh, you know, Arkansas, Texas, TCU, USC, Alabama. I mean, he's got LSU, Oklahoma, Ole Miss, Tennessee, Texas. And could keep on going. He's yeah. got a, a pretty. I mean, it's the offer list you would expect of a guy ranked number forty-eight nationally. Yeah, boy, there's. I mean, and then there's an elite linebacker that will be visiting this weekend. So I mean, they, they Arkansas's got some. Banner, banner recruits coming in this weekend. And I'm going to put him at the top of the list. That's Braylon Russell also coming in this weekend. So we hope that ends up positive with Braylon. All right, Trey, we will talk with you tomorrow. That is Trey Biddy. Bye, guys. Of Hogsports.com being brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service Company. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. Back after this timeout. Listen for Birthday Trivia in the Zone with Justin and Wes, presented by Elia's Mexican Grill in Moralton, home of the Chocolate Nachos. Take exit 108 for award-winning Mexican food made fresh every day. Are you ready for the biggest party of the year? Nickelback, with a live show unlike any other. September 25th, Simmons Bank Arena, Nickelback, the Get Rollin' Tour, with Brantley Gilbert. And Josh Ross. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Get rolling and get your tickets now. Guys, there's a lot of people talking about testosterone. It's a smart thing to do, but do your homework and go to a provider that you can trust. I recommend Low T Center. I've been with them for six years in two different states. Low T Center, they exclusively specialize in men's wellness. They check all your levels, not just your testosterone, and they determine the cause of any symptoms you're having and whether you're a candidate for low T or something else like low thyroid or even sleep apnea. Typically, their annual health assessment is completely covered by health insurance, and they check everything everything, including PSA, which is your prostate levels, your thyroid, liver, kidney function, cholesterol, glucose levels, and much more. Low T Center has affordable and convenient options for treatment, including monitored self-inject treatment that ships directly to you each month. So no need to come to the center each week. Make your health a priority and schedule your annual health assessment at Low T Center today. It's covered by most health insurance or less than $100 cash pay. Go to LowTCenter.com to book your appointment online. That's LowTCenter.com. Low T Center, reinvent men's health care. Hennard Foothills Equipment in Searcy, one of Arkansas's leaders in hay equipment. They handle a full line of Kubota tractors and hay tools, as well as Vermeer hay products. 501-268-1987. Hennard Foothills Equipment in Searcy, your hometown dealer no matter where you live. For Thompson Specials of the Month, Beretta APXA1 Carry 9mm 249.90 or Taurus GX4 Black Tungsten 9mm 249.90, both with mail-in rebate. Winchester 9mm 100 packs on sale for $24.99. FortThompson.com or Fort Thompson in Sherwood. David Dunn here with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. We're the area's largest and highest rated independent diesel repair facility for all makes and models. From transmissions and brakes to suspensions and engine repair. If you're tired of high dealership prices and long wait times, come see what family-owned and locally operated really means. 
Expert technicians and the latest computer diagnostics will get your equipment back on the road fast. Take the England exit on I-440 to Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer, 568-2185. That's Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. In sports, every coach is looking for the winning combination. Arch Marine of North Little Rock is no different. The reason being, they have the winning combination. G3 boats with a Yamaha motor. Your granddaddy trusted Arch Marine, so can you. Crawfish season is finally back at Eat My Catfish. We've got fresh, live crawfish, and all you have to do is just add the fixins. Be sure to come see us or order online at eatmycatfish.com. Eat local, eat fresh, eat my catfish. Now, back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas, Drive Time Sports, on the Buzz Radio Network. Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. By the way, Robert Irwin Jewelers is the number one place to buy diamond engagement rings. Why, you ask? How about choices? Everyone wants choices. In fact, if you can dream it, they can build it. Now, every designer diamond engagement ring mounting at Robert Irwin Jewelers is fully customized to accommodate the center diamond size and the shape of your choice. Plus, you can choose from yellow, white, rose gold, or platinum. And if you can dream it, Robert Irwin Jewelers can make your engagement ring from a picture, a drawing, making it possible for you to create a ring that is uniquely yours. Now, you may not know this, but Robert Irvin Jewelers has been in business since 1977. With over four decades of experience in the jewelry business, Robert Irvin Jewelers has become a trusted name known for providing timeless treasures for generations of families. So, if you're looking... You're in the market for an engagement ring. There's only one place to go. That is Robert Irwin Jewelers. Two locations, McCain Mall in North Little Rock and the new location. And it is a gorgeous, gorgeous showroom. Pleasant Ridge Town Center next to the Fresh Market. Bigger, broader diamonds, better prices. Robert Irwin Jewelers. Or go online at rijewelers.com. Well, by this time Friday, we will have all the music and the whistles and the bells for Kevin McPherson, better known as Hoop Scoop, yeah. courtesy of Fence Brokers. We just don't have it ready right now. And Chris Walker. What's up? Guys, uh, just also want to remind everybody, I'm still with Hogville.net, so... <laughs> If people well, think that changed it, didn't. Well, we didn't put you uh, on the I street. Am, we talked about it the other day. Don't want to spend a ton of time on it because we want to talk sports. But I will, once again, thank the folks over at Fence Brokers. I grew up with the family that owns that and, and uh, good people over there. And uh, there's not, you know, that's one of the, you know, one of the better companies that, that, that I could be in cahoots with in terms of being connected here. So I, I appreciate them and look forward to it. What, what do we want to talk about, guys? What's on What's on the table? Are we? Or has everybody got post Grant Nelson Mortem? Well, I don't know. Their system gonna, or are we still in the middle of that? We're going to start you off with a question from the Ar- First Arkansas Bank and Trust Buzz Text Line, uh, Kevin. <laughs> do we know what Muss's plan is? Since we didn't get Nelson, haven't seen anything, but I've got faith that Muss will get it done. That from Grayson. Yeah. Moss and the staff, they started to pivot away from this situation pretty soon after the visit ended. Um, and, you know, right now they've, you know, I was told they've got three or four prospects they're kind of drilling down on as far as you know, what, what they might want to do. Uh, you know, there's several options in, in the way that you look at this. There are players still coming into the portal 
who are graduating using parts of the summer school summer school session. So some are graduating now, some will be in the next few days or weeks, uh, and some of those guys might be really good candidates uh, that you would, that you would typically you know want to pursue. The problem with that is you're waiting on some unknowns there, and unless you feel good about somebody, and um, you know you you might just get left with other options that you might want to say fill a 10th or 11th man kind of role with with that open scholarship which you could do much sooner and you don't have to wait around on someone finishing up schoolwork. So I don't know if that's clear but you know you might go after a more highly coveted player but you might have to wait to see how things play out with guys graduating and getting the pool because they would have immediate eligibility. Anybody that was a first time transfer that wanted to have immediate eligibility need to be in the portal but by that May 11th deadline that's been over a month now. So so that's the calculation. And I tend to think right now Arkansas is probably going to look to just fill the roster spot, not just with somebody with a pulse, but someone that's not necessarily going to uh, be, be planned to have a, a major role. Because I think if they did look for someone like that, like a Ron Holland, who obviously would have had, or Grant Nelson, they might have to just kind of hang in there for a while and see what see who graduates and decides to transfer. So those are two options, and I lean toward they're going to they're going to move to fill it sooner rather than later. By the way, the roster is on the website, the university's official website. It's been updated with everybody, including Bayfall, who who you know could could arrive sometime this week. Might be a little bit later, but he's expected to arrive. So that's twelve scholarship players, two walk-ons that are on the roster. Uh, and you know they've updated those. That not only have they updated the roster with the names of the players, but that includes their jersey numbers. They're listed. They list their heights and weights. Uh, the only player that doesn't have a number yet is Bayfall, so they did not update that part of it for him. Uh, but I tweeted this out. I took an image of it and, and tweeted it out, uh, so folks could just take a look at it. Arkansas has five players, four, four on the on scholarship, one who's a walk-on that they list at six ten now. Last year they listed Makai Mitchell as six nine. This year he's six ten. They've got Bayfall at six ten. They've got Trevor Brazil at six ten. They bumped Jalen Graham up to six ten. He was listed six nine last year, and then and then uh, Lawson Blake, one of the walk ons at six ten. So, you know, for those that were worried about you know having a hole on the front line, I don't think it was much about that when you looked at guys like Ron Holland and Grant Nelson. It was more about the just the quality and level of talent and what you could do to enhance your team. Not that you had a hole there. Arkansas got a. You know, the bulk of their returnees, five total, this time last year it was only two. They're going to have five guys back. But th- but 60% of those five, two-thirds of it, are big men. Trevor Brazil, Makai Mitchell were starters. Jalen Graham helped the team. He had a he had a role. Some, you know, he, he you could argue he was at the obviously at the back end of that top eight rotation. Sometimes it was Mikael Mitchell, but sometimes he was the guy. So they've got a lot of veteran uh guys that have experience on that front line so you know when I look at this open scholarship I'm going back to that now I mentioned what the options are how to play that but positionally I think they're still going to look for a 3-4 combo maybe a traditional forward uh, but but someone that can you know maybe have some versatility and add something to the front line even if they're not going to be projected initially or thought of as a top 7 or 8 rotation piece Let's visit with Sterling. Sterling, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Hey, guys. I hope you're having a wonderful day. What's up, buddy? Uh, uh, first, I want to uh, talk about Walsh, talking about the handcuffs. And and from what I've seen of the, of the comments, it really just seemed like he was just answering a question. I don't, I don't believe that he had any malice. Uh, intent by it. I think they asked him why, basically, of course I'm paraphrasing, uh, why are you playing so well? Uh, how are you playing so well? Why didn't we see this during the season? And then he came up with the handcuff comments and basically said that they asked him to do something to be more of a defender, uh, rebounder, to Asking to do more, and they had other players on the team to to have the load of score and other aspects of the game. And and to me, it seemed like that he was just 
kind of showing that he's coachable, showing that he's that he's a team first person, that he's not into the individual thing, this what's best for the team and and down there he was there to showcase. You go to the combine, you ain't going there as a team member, you're going there to showcase uh all your abilities and everything you have in your bag. So I, I didn't take it as a negative. I know some have, but but of course I don't know Jordan Walsh. I just you know, read the comments and I guess I can see where he's coming from in that aspect. And and the thing on Grant Nelson my question for you, Kevin, and even you, uh, Randy and Rick, uh, was it the case that this guy wanted uh, more wanted more guarantees than we could give? And I, I mean, as in terms of uh, nil, money. Yes, that was my understanding. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I thought, but I don't <clears throat> I don't know. Kevin, do you know something different? Well, I just think, based on everything I got, and I put a lot of this on Hogville, there was a sense that the decision had already been made by the time he got to Arkansas for the visit. Arkansas did get in on late, get in late on him. You know, his recruiting was really a fast track after he withdrew from the draft because that wasn't that long ago. But some of the schools were already making a play for him because they had big holes on their front line. Arkansas didn't have that. Plus, they during that month of May when Texas was dragging out the letter of intent release on Holl- on uh, on um, uh, uh, Ron Holland. Ron Holland. They they thought maybe you know they thought they were going to get him, and so Arkansas was okay with taking a back seat on Nelson, who had indicated through his brother, who was handling his recruitment. Look, we're going to go through this pro process first, and then and then we'll pick up with recruiting after that. Some schools kind of worked on it. Arkansas was one that chose not to. Uh, so, the, I mean, that sounds like excuses, but the point is Arkansas was behind a bit. Once he came back to school and the visits were set up, Arkansas got in there and got one of those. Um, uh, but at the end of the day, Arkansas was, my understanding is they got right on the NIL money. Um, and and this was really kind of a, a, a feeling of, uh, you know, whether you're, you know, I'm not going to accuse the young man of taking the Arkansas visit to drum up more attention, but I, there was a feeling coming out of that that he'd really already made up his mind. Um, and there, you know, you know, sometimes you can misread those things when you're a coaching staff, but usually not. <laughs> uh, and I just think Arkansas was ready to move on as soon as that visit ended. Um, okay, so you know that's kind of answering that. The Jordan Walls part, you didn't ask me about that. I'm just going to chime in a little bit, only because okay. I think. I don't necessarily agree with what I don't necessarily disagree with what Sterling's saying, uh, but I do think sometimes it's about optics. So when you get past intent and even the merits of what he said, you have to understand that when you say something like handcuffs and you know it could be perceived by anyone who's looking at that as potentially being a negative. I know it's being used as in ne- negatively in recruiting already, in- including the Grant Nelson visit to Alabama before he got to Arkansas. It was used. Um, anything could be used. You could what's the old say? You can indict a bologna sandwich, or you could you know mm. you, you could bring up anything right. to negatively recruit if that's how you want to do things. But the other part of that is, I think it's because all these players, especially a guy that's a marginal second round projection everything's like a job interview. What you say to the media, different things. I know two NBA teams that asked about that quote. They don't know how he meant it. It could give him the benefit of the doubt. He may have, it may have been harmless. But they also don't know for sure that's the case. And they're always looking at guys, not that they're going to say that their character's off, but is there a maturity issue? Can you trust them? If they have a bad game or something doesn't go right, are they going to take full responsibility? Are they going to say stuff that adds a distraction to the rest of the team? All those things are in the mix. Young players, eight in their teams. All right, Kevin, I got to put you on. Distract. I got to. I got to put you on hold. Sterling, always a pleasure. Credit Union presents your Razor Hog update during Out of Bounds. Improve and upgrade your home with a True Service Home Equity Loan. Apply online at trueservice.net. 
This is Pat Bradley for Whit Davis Lumber Plus. Ladies, get excited. It's another ladies' night at Whit Davis in Sherwood. It's Thursday, June 22nd from 5 to 7. Get your girlfriends together for a fun night out. Enjoy demonstrations and refreshments, win dual prizes, and take home some giveaways. Browse vendors' tables of plants, clothes, soaps, candles, jewelry, and more. Ladies' night at Whit Davis, 9100 Brockington Road in Sherwood. Find Whit Davis Lumber Plus Ladies' Night on Facebook for all the details. Hi, I'm Arkansas Attorney Stan Miller with Pinnacle Global. If you're an Arkansas business owner or nonprofit, call us to see if you qualify for the Employee Retention Tax Credit. I'm an Arkansas business owner just like you. I partner with local qualified CPAs, and we provide a detailed legal opinion for each ERTC client. Let us help you get the money you deserve. Visit us at pgwealthconsulting.com or call us 501-352-9497. That's 501-352-9497. Hey, it's Joey and Ryan right here at Red River Dodge. We've got some huge discounts to tell you about. We're doing it again. 10000 off MSRP on new Ram 1500. And we've got up to $7,000 off new Jeep Gladiator Sport. Up to $5,000 off MSRP on new Jeep Wrangler. We have huge discounts, big selection. We're going to give you the most for your trade. So make that beautiful drive to Heber Springs. Or check us out on the web at RedRiverDodge.com during the 4th July sales event. Father's Day is around the corner, and Muskie Harris Recovery Centers announces recovery for recovering, a groundbreaking Father's Day event promising to bring communities together. Taking place on Sunday, June 18th from 12 noon to 6.30 at War Memorial Stadium, Gate 1. This event aims to honor all fathers while providing inspiration on the path to recovery. It is a great way to celebrate the father figure in your life. Be sure to enter for a chance to win Razorback Game Package. Tickets are $20, individual or $200. $100 table of 10. Available on Eventbrite. Life is short, and if we spend our time suffering with pain and it takes away our joy, that's not a very good way to live. He's right. It's hard to be happy when you're in constant pain. QC Kinetics patient Chad admits the chronic pain in his knee really robbed his quality of life. When I was going to the traditional doctor and getting the pain pills, my smile wasn't as big as it usually is. Going to my high school reunion on crutches, it was awful. But then Chad visited QC Kinetics. He experienced the real power behind natural regenerative treatments. Using healing properties from his own body, QC Kinetics was able to restore and repair damaged tissue, finally giving Chad lasting relief with no drugs, no surgery, and no downtime. And I'm feeling on top of the world because of QC Kinetics. Learn how advanced regenerative medicine can help your body heal itself at QC Kinetics. Call now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family-packed catfish dinners. Be a part of the game plan. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. In a moment, we'll be rejoined by Kevin McPherson, better known as Hoop Scoop, courtesy of Hogville.net. And now brought to you by Fence Brokers. I think we covered all the bases there. Uh, little number game. How about 78? How about 90? How about 85 plus? Now you're wondering what those numbers are about. 78 banking centers. 90 ATMs. And yes... 85-plus years of being only in Arkansas. That's First Security Bank. So if you're looking for convenient banking, all you got to do is just look around the corner, and you'll find a First Security location. Or you'll find a First Security ATM. In fact, you can go into a Double B's, and you'll probably find a ATM that is based for First Security. So, if you're looking for easy banking, you can either bank in person, 
at one of the 78 banking centers. Or you can just simply go online and bank that way as well. FSBank, FSBank.com. So, if you're looking to connect with First Security Bank, that being your home base, you can't get any better. That's First Security Bank. Member FDIC, equal housing lender, only in Arkansas. That's First Security Bank. Bringing back Kevin McPherson, better known as Hoop Scoop, courtesy of Hogville.net, thanks to Fence Brokers. Um, Kevin, looking at this uh, roster you were talking about that you can find on ArkansasRazorbacks.com, they have finally done something, and I realize we have all kinds of different uh, names, super seniors and seniors and so forth, and grad transfers. I like the fact, for the first time, we'll use example of a fall. Uh, freshman is his classification, and he will have four, four years to play. You may wonder about uh, Keon Minifield. He is a sophomore. He'll have three years to play. Now, this is including 2023 20, and 24. So, finally, because COVID... Those who were playing in 2020 got a year added on to their eligibility, and it has probably driven everyone crazy because you keep thinking, well, eventually it's got to run out. These guys have got to run out of time. So here we are now, able to identify, well, Devontae Davis, Devo, classic example. He's a senior, but there's a two beside him because yeah. of why? COVID. Randy, you make a great point, and here's what was so confusing: some schools listed their players that had that extra. They, went, they counted the extra year in how they phrased their classification. So, if a guy was really going to be a senior, but he had two years, they'd call him a junior. Mm-hmm. At Arkansas, they weren't doing that. Last year, guys were called seniors who are back this year. So, I, I'm glad they added the. I'm glad, like you said, I think that is important because fans want to know that stuff. In this era, where the where the where the door swinging and guys are coming and going, it might not matter how much time they have anyway. But at least you, you get a, a picture right. of it and some idea, and and and, and some will stick around. You know, Devo's coming in for year four, uh, and I think you know we talk about recruiting and missing on this guy and missing on that guy. Uh, Arkansas hit two five stars in my opinion because I think retention's a huge part of recruiting now. Sure. And Trevor in Brazil early, bookended by Devo Davis coming back late. Uh, you know, but those are two five-star recruiting wins, in my opinion. I think when you look at the veteran quality of this team, and, and even though Arkansas still has an open scholarship, you got to remember, Arkansas recruited out of the portal, got five guys within two weeks early to mid-April, and those guys, those additions, we talked about on this segment a lot, some of those additions were meant to offset the potential losses of both Devo and Walsh. And so getting Devo back just adds to it. And you did have a replacement, in a sense, in Jeremiah Davenport, not the exact kind of player as Walsh, but thought to be a guy who can play a kind of a 3-4 combo and help you in small ball four lineups as the four. He, he'll stretch the four. This guy is a volume three-point shooter. He's had efficiency there. I've, I'm told, by the way, guys, he's so far, it's early and it's limited practice, but they, they chart everything. And this guy's they, they're impressed with the three-point shooting early from Jeremiah Davenport. He might have been the transfer from Cincinnati. He might have been the least talked about out of the transfers. Uh, but so far, they like what they see. Now, long way to go and not projecting goals or minutes. Um, but, you know, now that we're talking about this stuff, I think it is also good they've got the roster up. And uh, I do think that's good for many reasons. But what you just brought up, Randy, I think is an improvement to it because at least fans have an idea of what's left for everybody. Well, I, as an example, you mentioned Brazil. He is a... R, which you rarely see anymore, red shirt, sophomore, with three years of eligibility. I think yeah. it's easy to say if Brazil has the kind of year that's expected of him, he's gone. So it doesn't matter how many numbers you put right. beside his name. Uh, if if Trevin Brazil has the kind of year we're thinking he's going to have, then you'll be replacing that spot. And who's to know? Same thing with Devo. He may try the waters again of the NBA. It used to be you could only try it one time. 
Is do you know, Kevin, if that's still applicable? No, as long as you with as long as you withdraw, you can go in. As long as you withdraw and maintain your eligibility, okay. you will then be eligible for the following year's draft. Okay, because it used to if be you're a senior, if you're if you're running out of eligibility, obviously, yeah, <laughs> you know you. You're now down to the draft or whatever other pro possibilities are right. out there for you once it's done, all done. So. You're right. And uh, Makai, he's a fifth-year senior, so he gets one more year. Uh, same thing with Jalen Graham, fifth-year senior. I love the fact they spelled all this out so you you don't have to use, well, let me count back here, let me look at that. Like you say, uh, this makes it so much so much easier to see what kind of roster movement you might expect next year. And hey, uh, we, speaking of speaking of, well, I, it, we've been talking about a little bit of getting in the draft, getting out, and stuff like that. News today: nine, the nineteen players who have been invited to the NBA draft green room, uh, those are typically your top. The guys expected to go off the board, you know, early in the first round to mid first round. Uh, 19 players invited. Both Anthony Black and Nick Smith Jr. have been invited. Not a surprise at all. Both were already both were already going to be in New York City. I think with Anthony Black and, and Nick Smith Jr. Uh, I, I do believe right now both of those guys are likely lottery picks. I think Anthony Black's probably a lock for the top ten. I think I, I, I'm not going to call Nick Smith Jr. a lock for the lottery. I think, I, but I see him worst case right now is back in. Now things can change, but we're only a little over a week away. Uh, we're talking about Thursday, June 22nd at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn where the draft's going to be held, and so that's coming right up. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, the worst I've seen on Nick has been, like, number 17. Yeah, which Sports is... Illustrated had him today. They had, uh, they had Anthony Black, number 5. They had Nick Smith, number 16, Walsh, 42nd, and Council, 45. That's That's how they ranked him. And that was very close yeah. to what NBADraft.net had. So, so in those 40, when you start talking about those 40 pick range, that 40 pick range, 40 to 50, you're going to see a good number of those players get, get some kind of guarantee. Uh, and usually they can negotiate a, a you know, a, a two year guarantee. Um, but, you know, but not, a, it doesn't always work that way. It depends on what team is picking in those spots because some of those teams don't want Either they didn't get find a trade they liked, and they got, and they decided. Well, I mean, I've seen teams in the '40s draft a guy and make it put him on a two-way, and they just went ahead and drafted someone they knew would, you know, would be okay with that. Someone that otherwise wouldn't have been drafted because they weren't they weren't really trying to use that draft pick to add to the roster that coming season. Sometimes that stuff happens. You never know. Um, but but if if those guys do find a way in the, into that '40s range, if both do. Um, their, their chances are very good to get a guarantee. All right, Kevin, we are out of time. And Thanks, uh, guys. always good to have Kevin McPherson, better known as Hoop Scoop, courtesy of Hogville.net. And thanks again to Fence Brokers. Drive Time Sports will continue. Hour number three, straight ahead. Bringing you the word. When I lived in Michigan, I lived in cities ranked 297th and 300th by Money Magazine. Not exactly the Hamptons. So when Little Rock was rated the 105th livable city in the U.S., a wave of disappointment rose up. Our falling ranking has everything to do with a